Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So today I'm going to touch on dealing with low hunger while bulking and just basically give you the tools to make sure you're getting your daily calorie intake in and uh, having a successful bulk at the end of the day as a result from that. So to start off, most of the time I think uh, just not being able to get the food in while bulking isn't a case of your food's extremely high or too high or your hunger's that low. It's just not having a plan in place not having the right foods in your diet and not, yeah, just not preparing ahead, which we'll dive into. Uh, so, yeah, first of all, like I said, people don't prepare ahead, so they wing it. So if you wake up in the morning and you just grab whatever do you want to eat, you have no idea how much calories in it, and then you go to work, and then you just get something on your break, and then you go home, you don't really have a plan on what you're going to eat, you're probably not going to hit your calorie goal if you... Prepare to fail. If you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. That's quite a valid saying in this situation. What I recommend you do is you have a rough idea of what you're going to eat. You have structure in place of when you'll or, or what you'll eat in the day. For example, you know that you can eat cereal really easy, so you have Cocoa Pops as well as like a protein shake, put them together, something like that. If you know that it's really easy to get down you, it tastes nice then go for it. Just wee things like that. If you have a plan in place throughout the day and you know that it's going to add up to your calorie goal from eating those certain foods and it's going to be a lot easier. Whereas if you are just like searching for foods that are high in calories throughout the day, you've not got a plan, you don't, you might not have food available at work or something might go wrong and you have to stay. Uh, just wee things like that. It's going to just be really hard to get your food in if you don't have any sort of sort of preparation. What I like to do, I like to just make all my food first thing in the morning every morning or the night before and as a result I know I'm prepared for the whole day and I just take my food with me so there's not going to be a time where I'm out and I don't have my meal. I can just eat it whenever I'm on the go and it just means I get my food in nice and easy. And uh, if you, yeah, if you don't have time in the morning or you get up really early, do it the night before. It only takes me half an hour to make five meals a day and that's 4,500 calories. So I there's not much excuse that you can, if that makes sense, apart from if you just don't want to uh, dedicate the time to it. But if you want to bulk, you want to get calories in, like everything, everything seems like there's, like there's a shortcut to everything or there's a reason why they can't do it or excuse or motivation's low. Sometimes you've just got to do things, you know what I mean? Sometimes you've just got to make things second nature and just do it, regardless of your motivation, regardless if you want to. It just takes discipline if you want to reach your goals at the end of the day. So yeah, make sure you're preparing ahead. And tying into preparing ahead, make sure you're putting calorie-dense foods in. So Calorie-dense foods are foods that are quite small and high in calories, if that makes sense. So this could be things like dark chocolate, could be peanut butter, could be honey, and uh, maybe some sorts of like fatty meats you could say are calorie-dense, pasta and sauce, just things like that that have a high amount of calories but are low in size. And maybe like cream of rice, if you've ever seen me make that on my story. Uh, just, yeah, things like that. You could argue things like cake and that, but we wouldn't really want to fill your diet out with a ton of cake. Uh, but eating those foods that are calorie dense will mean you'll be able to get a lot of calories in without eat, having to eat like a ton of food, a lot of size of food, if that makes sense. 
meaning it'll be easier to hit your calorie goal. So that's what I recommend. Things that aren't high in calories are things like oats, things like uh, fruit and vegetables, and maybe like rice cakes, crackers, things like that. So this doesn't mean you should avoid your fruit and veg. Definitely, definitely get your fruit and vegetables in. But have a somewhat of a minimum. So you shouldn't be having salads for lunch, put it that way. So make sure you get your five a day in. Have some, but you don't have to absolutely plaster all your foods with tons of fruit and vegetables and salads. Uh, because if you're eating like tons of lettuce and that, it's not got much nutrients in it anyway. So you just make sure you're still making sure you're getting your nutrients in because if you've not got your nutrients in you're not going to be healthy uh, you might get unwell more frequently and fall sick so you're not going to be able to train you're not going to be able to grow if you're sick and the way I look at it is health drives performance meaning if you're healthy you're going to perform well in the gym next up is making your food enjoyable so you see like bodybuilders eat just all plain chicken and rice I used to do that back in the day I used to eat the most chewiest beef you could ever imagine in rice. And I just used to have one tub throughout the day. I used to bring it to school. And I used to sit and eat that throughout the day. No salt, nothing. Just dry beef and rice. And I, I, <laughs> it was a nightmare, to be fair. I did get in somehow. It was brutal, to be fair. But if there was a will, there's a way, in my opinion. But that doesn't have to be the case. And I thought I thought it was cheating putting like sauce on it or like, oh, it's bad for you. I shouldn't be putting that on it. But there's nothing wrong with a bit of sauce. To be fair, if you're eating uh, good foods throughout the whole of the day, do you think putting 20 grams of tomato sauce or sweet chilli sauce is going to do much harm? Don't think so. So, yeah, put sauce in your meals. Make them enjoyable. Make them taste nice. And uh, that will go a long way in terms of helping you get the food in because if you've ever ate something that's, like taste minging or it's not nice and like you had to eat it for some reason i'm i'm not sure why you'd have to let's say there's no other food available like it's just it's hard to get in in comparison to like think about think about your favorite food if someone put a big plate of that in front of you regardless of your hunger levels you'd probably be able to get quite a lot of it down if that makes sense so yeah that's just a good example so make them taste nice i salt them salt's very important for your health anyway so make sure you salt your meals Put sauce on them, put vegetables that are tasty in with them and go well with the meals. I add we other things, God knows what. I'm not the best to cook. Farthest I've went with spicing my meals up is putting a nice sauce on them, to be fair. Uh, that's about it. And next up is eat frequently after making your foods enjoyable. So the reason why you should eat frequently is basically because it gives you more opportunities to get hungry and get another meal in. What I mean by this is, let's say you wake up at 9, you have your break at work at 1, and you get home at 6, and then you go to bed at, let's say, uh, let's say you go to bed at 12. So, if you don't have breakfast, you only eat your first meal, uh, you only eat on your lunch, and then you go home, you wait ages, you have your dinner at 8, and then you try, try and cram the rest of your food in at 10. That's going to be extremely hard. That's giving you, let me count, I think I think I stated three meals there, I'm not sure. But yeah, something like three meals to get your food in. Let's say your calories are 3,000 a day. That's a 1,000 calories a meal, which is extremely hard. Let me put it this way though. Let's say you get up at 
you have breakfast before work, you go into work, you have a lunch at work, right after work you have a protein shake and then two hours later you have your dinner. That's you having four meals, four opportunities to get food in and what sounds easier, get in, I, we'll, we'll go with, yeah we'll go 3000 calories again, free 1000 calorie meals or having like free snacks that are about, I don't know, 600, no sorry, free meals that are about 600 calories and then two snacks throughout the day like a protein shake and a bit of fruit or a protein shake and then some like, I don't know, you, you, get, you get the drift, some juice or whatever. That will make it much easier. It doesn't have to be like a proper meal. You don't have to have pasta or like spend ages making a proper dinner. But just have a snack. Literally makes such a difference just introducing snacks throughout the day. And it doesn't have to be like plainest food at all. Uh, It doesn't have to be like chicken and broccoli. Like I said, make it enjoyable and it'll be so much easier. And yeah, that my next point was start eating early, but I kind of addressed that. Because the reason why you should start eating early is because when you wake up, that's you being asleep for, like, let's say you spend nine hours in bed. That's you being asleep for nine hours without eating. So that's, yeah, just nine, like nine hours ago, you didn't have a meal. So you're going to be hungry. You're going to have no food in your stomach. So if you wait ages when having no food in your stomach, you're missing out a great opportunity to get calories in. And next up after starting eating early is eat easy to digest foods so let's say in the morning you've been having let's say like a fry up it is high in calories but you just feel disgusting when it comes to lunch and it just sits in your stomach it feels amazing and it doesn't agree with you you get bloated and all that then it's probably not going to be that great a thing to eat uh, one, I probably wouldn't advise having fry-ups every morning for your health. And two, because if you're all bloated, you feel stuffed, you just feel minging, it's going to be hard to get the food in. Whereas, let's say you had eggs on toast in the morning. Nice, relatively plain. You could put some ketchup on there or whatever, I, if you want. <laughs> and let's say you had that. It's it's not got a, it's not really sickly, is it? So you could probably eat a decent amount of that. And the bread's probably not gonna digest too poorly. It's 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 not it's not light, but it's not gonna sit in your stomach and make you feel mine like a fry up does. Put it that way. So that's probably a better option. So just wee changes like that throughout the day. Just making sure you're not eating something that bags you up for the rest of the day. Something really really easy to eat is rice. So rice is something I have with basically oh. Every single meal's basically got rice in it, actually. So it's not all just like basmati rice. So I have like cocoa pops, but that's that's a rice-based meal, cocoa pops uh, for my pre-workout. Also, have ground rice, which I have and make cream and rice with it. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's like powdered rice and I put whey protein in it, and it makes like a like a wee paste. It doesn't sound appealing, but it tastes quite nice actually once you make it right. I uh, but. The reason I have that is because it sits so well with me. It's easy to digest. Whereas if I had stuff like potatoes, oats, uh, and yeah, things like that, and like a lot of like wraps, bread, they're not gonna digest as well. They're not gonna sit as well with me. As a result, it'll be bloated, bagged up. I'll have poor digestion. As a result, it's not gonna be great. Like my food's not gonna go in very easy at all. So next up is minimizing high satiety foods. So satiety just means like satiating. So fills your hunger up, makes you full. 
So you want to minimise these as much as possible. So yes, you want to get your like five a day in, but on top of that, you don't really want to be eating like like a salad for each meal or that because if you do, then you're just going to be absolutely stuffed. So uh, high satiety foods could be things like again oats, could be things like uh, some fruit fruit and vegetables, rice cakes, things like that. And uh, eggs, I believe, are high satiety. Just literally, just look it up so you've got a rough idea of what foods are calorie dense, what foods are high satiety. So basically, fills you up. So you know what foods to maybe avoid or avoid eating a ton of, and you know what foods to try and aim towards eating a lot of. Same with protein foods. If you're trying to get your protein up, literally just search up high protein foods. It will tell you what foods are high in protein. It'll be nice and easy. Because I could sit here and rattle off high protein foods, but like, what's the point of me telling you, oh, chicken's high in protein if you don't like chicken, if that makes sense. Next up is go a wee walk after meal. So if you've got the ability to, you could go a wee stroll after you're having your meal, let's say in the morning, or let's say like when you're home from work or whatever. Just when fits your schedule if you know you're going to have to eat not long after it. Let's say you're eating two hours later and you want to get that food out of your system. Just going a wee walk will help just digest your food because when you're walking, you use your abs. So obviously it's not like you're doing a crunch, it's not that excessive, but your ab muscles contract to stabilise you. And that's basically the abs, oh, the muscles that contract surround your like stomach. So that's where you churn up and break up the food. So basically when they contract, they help churn up the food in your stomach, if that makes sense. So just walking after meals helps digestion and gets your leg ba- less bagged up. If you've ever, I don't know, been been to a restaurant when you were younger or that and then you go we walk with your family after, sometimes you're just like, oh, I don't, don't feel as rubbish now if you felt really sickly or that you had a big main course and then a dessert after. It helps in my opinion. So just wee things like that. And next up is, I briefly covered this one as well, but I'll just go over it quickly, is utilise high hunger time. So if you know you're always really hungry after the gym, which I am, I've got, I'm always able to eat after the gym and first thing in the morning I'm relatively hungry. So make the most of those times. See if you just leave it and don't eat during those times and you're just having missing out on a great opportunity, a great window to get a lot of calories in. So make sure you're eating, yeah, like I said, just when you're hungriest. Also, just something that's sprung to mind is eat before and after training. Don't leave it ages. One, for performance and recovery purposes. And two, because if you're training, let's say you train for, oh, I train for about, oh, God knows, a bit too long, but by the time I have my first meal at 11.30, go, and then I drive to the gym and all that, I get my session done and I try and get my post-workout meal in after the gym in the car park before four. So, that's four and a half hours. Let's say instead of having my post-workout meal at the gym, I drove home, let's say I showered, sat about on my phone, and I had my meal at half five, then I've been waiting an hour and a half when I could have had my meal. So if I waited that long, I could have ate a meal, and then an hour and a half later, that, that I, I might be pretty hungry again, if that makes sense. I could have an opportunity to eat, so make sure you're trying to eat, like roundabout i think a good good ballpoint is don't wait over four hours to eat if you're like in a gaining phase or you're bulking because you've, you can probably be able to get at least a snack in you can at least drink a protein shake or like have a banana and a protein shake like in three hours after you've ate like a relatively big meal 
Uh, regardless how big it is, I think you can. So, yeah, just don't leave it so long because, yes, you could argue oh, you're not you're not hungry so you shouldn't eat, but you can have a wee snack in and it will, I'm sure it will go in easy enough. So, yeah, hope that helps. So, like I said at the start, it's not that... It's usually not a case that your food's that high. I'm on 4,500 calories and I'm able to get that in, get nine hours of sleep and finish my food before two hours from bed. So I don't mean, oh, look at me, look what I'm doing. I'm not trying to like be smug or that. But when people, like when I hear people say they can't get their food in, like, what's your food? And they're like eating 3,000, like 2,000 calories. I'm like, what? It's just they've not got the structure in place, they've not got the discipline in place to prepare and they just need to nail that routine with getting the food in. And yeah, but just make sure you're also, I know like it's hard enough getting the food in sometimes, but like I said, I finished my food two hours from bed, I recommend you doing the same. I wouldn't recommend eating like an hour before bed or any sooner to bed than that. The reason being is if you do that, then you're going to basically have food in your stomach when you're going to sleep. And when you eat food, your body basically thinks, oh, I've not got to be asleep because your body, your body just shouldn't really have a lot of food in it before bed because that shows your, bo- your body's priority right now is to digest food. It's not to get good sleep, if that makes sense. So, yeah, make sure you're not eating really close to bed because your sleep quality will decrease. So, yeah, hope this podcast helps. Make sure you're actually like implementing all these things, and I guarantee it will help you get the food in. Any more questions regarding like what to do in a gaining phase or dealing with low hunger? Just give me a shout on Instagram or whatever platform you follow me on, and hope you enjoyed the podcast. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment. If you're watching on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, please. Follow my podcast, Spotify. I believe you follow as well. So yeah, just get that done if you enjoyed it and you want to see more from me. Appreciate the support as always, guys, and thank you for listening.